Honest Property Investment Podcast. My name is Natasha Collins. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm also the founder of MC Real Estate, which includes its members club for landlords and property investors just like you to come and build commercial and mixed use property portfolios that completely align with your goals. I have something really exciting that we have just launched Yes, it's called Crossing Over to Commercial. It's a free mini course for those of you who are looking to go from residential right the way over to commercial property investment. So if you want to go and start that course, again, free, complimentary to you, um, head to ncrealestate.co.uk forward slash crossing over to commercial. Go and check out that resource. It's absolutely awesome and stuffed full of bonuses. Would you expect anything less from me? I hope not. So please go and have a look at that. Today, I wanted to come and discuss decision making. One of the big things that I see investors having problems with is actually making a decision to move forward. And that's the biggest skill that you could possibly have. If you don't make a decision, yes or no, nothing happens. Spoiler alert, if you didn't know that already. So today I wanted to discuss some of the decisions that you have to make in commercial property investment so that you can see how you would make the right decision for you and how I would do um, commercial property investment decisions going forward as well. I think that is really, really important. So with that being said, let's have a look at the commercial property investment process. I think that is an important place to start. So when we're looking at how to buy your next commercial property, the very first decision that you're going to make is what is your target gross yield and your target purchase price? Those two things are really important. It's going to be individual to you. I usually look for around about a 9% gross yield and the purchase price will really depend on what it is that I've got in the bank or how much equity I've got to use or anything like that. So think about how much money you have available. That's going to give you your purchase price and then think about your target gross yield and that's the decision you need to make that will be personal to you and your goals if you have set out your goals what you're looking to do this the questions here should be absolutely easy to answer so target gross yield and what purchase price are you looking for fantastic those are the first two decisions you need to make If you've listened to this podcast for a long time, or you've worked with me, or you know anything about me, you should already have those answers. So give it to me. Gross yield, purchase price, tick, tick, tick. Next up, the next decision you have to make is what location to invest in. I would pick one search location and become an expert in it. Really become an expert in it. You will go wrong if you are picking oh, I just want to invest in the whole of the UK. Please don't do that to yourself. Even as surveyors, when we're going out and we're analysing deals, I spend a huge amount of time 
researching an area because I want to know every single thing about that area. I want to know all of the deals. I want to know all of the agents. I want to know every single thing that is going on in that location. That takes time. And if you're not in property full time, or you actually have other life commitments and things going on, you're not going to be able to do that for every single area in the UK. So pick to one location and stick to it. Make that decision. Decision, which area am I investing in for my next property? And no, I've just said next property. No, you do not have to always invest in the same location. But for your next property purchase, you are going to have to nail down that location. All right, so pick one area and stick to it. Next up, the property surge. What decisions are you making here? Well, you're going to have to make the decision to be consistent with looking for property deals. You can set reminders on Rightmove, Rayella, uh, Property Link from Estates Gazette. Set your reminders. Use your target purchase price and your location in order to narrow that down. Make the decision to dig further. So you spend, what, 15, 20 minutes setting up your alerts. Great, done. You've done that as made a decision. Number two, within the alerts, be aware of what agents are operating in the local area. Make the decision to get in contact with them directly. From there, you can also make the decision to go and look closely at their websites and what deals they have got available. Fabulous. That is what you need to be looking at. Those are the decisions that you are going to need to be making. And then also, here's something that most investors don't do, but you're going to need to do because you're listening to this podcast. Understand that each deal you look at, even if it isn't appropriate to you or your situation, is a circumstance that you have learned a little bit more of whatever it is that you're doing. So even if I've looked at a deal and I don't think that deal is going to work for me or any of my clients, I now have have the information about that deal. And that is really important because I can refer back to that and give myself an overall picture of the market. So you having a look at deals is not a failure. If it doesn't work, change your mindset. Make the decision to change your mindset. Every single thing you look at and you research in the local area is a step closer to your goals. And then also make the decision to keep repeating the search. Network, speak to agents, get out on foot. Those are decisions that you can make to put in your diary. Then we've got deal analysis. Deal analysis is all about de-risking the deal. You need to know what the purchase price is, the current rental income, the potential rental income. You need to do a lease analysis and appraisal of value and look at what tenants could go into a property. The biggest decision you are going to need to make is whether to go ahead or not. Can you make the decision, can you make the deal work? Yes or no. And that is completely up to you. No one else can tell you whether that deal is going to stack up. 
Nobody else can tell you whether that's the right deal for you. You have to go back to basics and match it with your goals. Is this a deal you're prepared to work on or not? And here is a hint. Deals are not going to jump out and punch you in the face and say, hey, I'm the best thing you've ever bought. No, it doesn't happen. You are going to have to go through it, use all of the information that you have collected and make a decision, yes or no, could this work or does it just not work whatsoever? And if it could work, how are you going to make it work? And if you can cover the how and the things that you can do, from there, you can think, okay, rationally, if I think about this, I could make it work by doing X, Y, and Z, in which case, yes, I'm going to move forward and make an offer. You then get to decide where you offer at. You don't need to ask anyone's permission to put in an offer. I think too many investors um and are about whether, a, whether an offer is right, whether an offer is embarrassing or not. But in reality, no offer is embarrassing providing you've got the skills to justify and you've got the knowledge to justify why you're making that offer. And your job is just to justify that. Why are you making that offer? Tell the agent, put the offer in. Make the decision to just be honest about it. Then the decision making is out of your control. Your the, the seller will have to come back to you and say, okay, yeah, really like that, or no, this is what you're going to have to do instead. And you can make the decision yes or no. But you, do you see how we're going along this decision-making process? And we're thinking about all the things that, you know, we want from this deal, but ultimately it goes back to our goals. The decision is, as to whether a deal works yes or no is truly based upon your goals and what you want to achieve the decision as to then whether you put in an offer again goes back to your goals because a property will only work at a certain purchase price so you get to be confident in that deal knowing that you've worked out your goals so then once you've put in the offer and you've got that offer inspected that offer accepted you can then make a decision on finance You don't ever have to say yes to the first finance that you're offered. In fact, as I spoke about on last week's podcast, you have to look at everything that you're offered, look at all of the different finance options that you're offered and make a decision as to what's right and what the long-term plan is for your property portfolio. Again. The first option might not be the most viable option. And that's okay. You can keep asking for more. You're always allowed to ask for more. But your job is to make the decision, does this work? Yes, no. Does it not work? Yes, no. And then go from there. Do you see how all of these things Everything that I've talked to you about, about how to buy your next commercial property are a result of decisions that you make. And the decisions that you make are a, or should be related to those goals that you set yourself when you first went out and started looking. 
if you don't have any goals for the property, it really doesn't matter. You can ask me or you like, you know, Natasha, is this a good deal? Would you buy this? Maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't, but my goals are very different. I'm not expecting to have the same goals as somebody else. I'm not expecting you to have the same goals as me. It's actually, I would turn around and say to you, well, if you want to buy it, does it fit with your goals? Is it something that you want to do? Is it something that you would feel passionate about? And if you can sit there and think, oh, actually, yes, this is something I want to do. Yes, this is something that would fit in with my property portfolio. Yes, it pretty much fits all of my goals. Yes, this is exciting, although I'm scared. And it is completely okay to be scared. We're all nervous when we go forward with property deals. If that's the case, then I'd go forward with it. And that's your decision made. And then no matter what, I would make it happen. So you need to get good at making decisions. Whilst I cannot tell you whether you should say yes or no, because that's going to be for you and your strategy. What I can tell you, and what I can warn you about, what I've just done in this podcast is tell you all the places where you are going to have to make decisions and how you can be so sure that it's right for you. And how can you be so sure? Go back and look at your goals. Because if you are building up to your goals and you're putting a step in the right direction or a step in a direction, then you're never moving in the wrong direction, are you? The biggest skill you can learn as a property investor is to be decisive. Yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. And once you have got that covered, you will start seeing success where you really least expected it. Hopefully that's been really helpful for you. Go away and journal on that. What would happen in your property portfolio if you became more decisive? If you chose to become more decisive? That's the thought process I will leave you with this week. So again, if you want to cross over to commercial property and you want to access my free course, then I want you to go to ncrealestate.co.uk forward slash crossing over to commercial. Thank you so much for coming and joining me this week. I cannot wait to catch up with you again soon.